You're listening to the Coffee Hour. I'm Andy Bates. I'm Sarah Golseth. Thanks to our friends at Concordia University, Wisconsin, for supporting the Coffee Hour. Find out more about them at cuw.edu. Armed Forces Sunday just around the corner. Okay, it's in May, but... That's kind of around the corner. It is. It is. (laughs) And May's going to be here before you know it. Graduations, weddings, all those things that come up in Mother's Day. Confirmation. Yes, all those things that happen in May. (laughs) Easter's almost in May. Um, So... Lots of things coming up in May, but Armed Forces Sunday is one of those things coming up in May, and we want you to be prepared for it. And to help us prepare for Armed Forces Sunday, the Reverend Craig Mueller is director for LCMS Ministry to the Armed Forces in studio with us today. Thanks so much, Chaplain Mueller, for being with us today and uh, sharing with us about uh, Ministry to Armed Forces and Armed Forces Sunday. Oh, it's my pleasure. It's always a, be- a joy to be here. Tell us a little bit about your story uh, as a, serving in the Armed Forces and as a chaplain. Sure. I've been a, a Navy chaplain for, uh, I was about 28 years. Um, but I'd like to share with you what really comes to mind to me that really drove home for me the importance of our church sending forth pastors into this ministry in the military is when when I when we went into combat in uh, 2004 and then again in 2006 with my Marines. It was a special time for me because obviously combat really brings the young Marine and sailor to the reality that uh, they're facing death every day as they go on their mission outside the wire. And one of the biggest challenges for me is, uh, you know, after we have our prayer before they go out for the wire is, hey, what if I don't come back, chaplain? Am I, uh, are you the good luck charm or what, what, what's going on here? And I don't know if, how many of you know about the Marines, but they're probably probably the strongest culture and pride. You know, every service branch has their ethos and who they are, but Marines are really proud of who they are and who they do. And one of my challenges for the Marines is even in their hymn, they have a Marine Corps hymn where they say to the Army and Navy, look at, look up to heaven and you'll see Marines guarding the streets of heaven. So it's almost that they're going to get to heaven by being a good Marine. And so as a chaplain with these young Marines, it really was a challenge for me to see how they really are proud of their, their training, trusting their equipment and the, the Marine next to them on their left and their right as they go on this patrol, that they will come back safely. But at the end of the day, I had to remind them that if you get killed on this mission, you're going to heaven, not because you're a good Marine, but because of your baptism, because God has called you by name and made you his child. So your trust is in Jesus to get to heaven. But yes, you're going to be a great Marine and your Marines are counting on you. But that was always a challenge because there was death every day while we were out there and a lot of the Marines didn't come home. And I thought to myself, you know, what a pleasure and a privilege to be here as a pastor to these Marines in this situation. And if our church didn't send chaplains out there, who would go? Who would fill that gap? And what kind of message would they bring to these Marines? Of course, sailors, aren't soldiers, and, and Coast Guardsmen, too, uh, were also in combat. But I particularly was serving with the Marines at the time. And it really drove home to me how important and valuable chaplains are to the men and women who serve our nation. Moms and dads have entrusted them in the sense that they're no longer at their parish church, their pastor. How are they going to get word and sacrament ministry? And who's going to be ministering to them? 
with these life and death situations, or if God forbid they are injured or on their deathbed, you know, who's going to bring the gospel of Jesus Christ to them? And that's what chaplains do. Chaplains are with their people 24 seven. They're in the field with them. They're in combat with them. They're deployed with them. And so it's so important for me the, the experiences I had as a chaplain are humbling to see these young men and women who served our nation, but to be able to worship with them, give them the Lord's supper, it's so valuable to me. And then some of them, obviously, through catechesis and opportunity to witness, were even uh, confirmed and baptized mm-hmm. in in the in a combat zone. Mm-hmm. So I think it's so important for people in our congregations to, to remember the ministry of the Armed Forces Sunday because it's really our congregations who are the ones who serve. It's their sons and daughters who are signing up to serve the military. It's the congregational uh, support of those who have gone before us that uh, you know enable us to do this ministry. So to celebrate Ministry on Forces Sunday isn't to uh, a pride thing. It's more of, uh, hey, why are we serving? Our men and women also need the gospel of Jesus Christ. We need chaplains out there. These men and women need good materials that ground them in their faith in Jesus Christ. And Ministry of the Armed Forces provides that for them. It's such a comfort, I imagine, for our men and women who serve to have somebody there to give them word and sacrament ministry. Because that's, that's maybe not something that we always um, realize. I mean, we, we get just get up on Sunday morning and go to church, but that's, that's not the life that you live when you're, when you're in service overseas. Um, and, and having that connection to having, having that connection and, and the, the spiritual uh, nurturing that, that our men and women get is I just, you know, you can't, you can't put words on it. It's, it's priceless. Oh, it is priceless. And it's, it's so exciting when they meet me on a base, a Marine shows up, just checks in or a sailor or a soldier. And they say, Oh, you're Lutheran, Missouri Synod. Mm-hmm. Their eyes get excited. I said, wow, I haven't had communion in three months. Mm-hmm. You know, I've been out to the field here or the field there and I haven't found a, and so they, they're just excited and we're excited. So they connect with us and we get, we're able to provide that to them and let them know that, uh, hey, we're here for them. Yeah. So Armed Forces Sunday, um, how can a congregation uh, observe this Sunday? Well, there's many ways they can do it. I think the big thing that we do is try to encourage them, if nothing else, uh, to just uh, recognize those who have served, even in their own congregation. Um, Maybe have them uh, stand up during the service. Maybe have them uh, stay afterwards, have a little lunch with them. Um, But honor their service. And that's what it is too, to, that this was an honorable vocation, that they served honorably. But also at the same time for the Ministry of Armed Forces, we have a uh, bulletin insert that's available online or as well as we will mail that to them. And the purpose of that is it really outlines what our church can do specifically to meet the needs of our men and women who are serving uh, from the Lutheran Christian perspective to get that solid gospel into their hands. So the things they can do is basically just Pick a Sunday. A lot of times they pick the one closest to Armed Forces Day, which uh, this year is uh, May 19th. Some pick the 4th of July. Some pick uh, Veterans Day. Some pick uh, just a a day that works for their congregation. But it really is just setting apart a time to recognize those who have served and those who are serving now. Because I'm sure almost every congregation, wherever I go through our synod, has somebody in the bulletin Mm -hmm. who is in the military, you know, either deployed or going through training or stationed overseas. It it touches all of us. 
Absolutely. I, I know in our congregation, uh, the, the back of the bulletin has our prayer list, and mm-hmm. there, there are several names under the, the list of, of military, um, both those who are serving in, in reserves and those who are deployed as well. It's, uh, and, and then those times when we uh, get to recognize our veterans as well has always been, um, it, it's, it's just kind of a, a moving time to, to be able to, uh, to, to thank them for their service as mm-hmm. well. The resources available, how can we find those? Um, what are we going to find when we, uh, I, I'm guessing they're available online? Yes, yes. <laughs> you just have to go to lcms.org backslash armed forces, and you will find everything you need. And I'd like to really make a specific uh, plea, if you all don't mind. Uh, one of the biggest things you can do, as we just mentioned with the names, is get those names to us in our office, and you can email those at lcmschaps at lcms.org because we can reach out to them individually. So even if they're assigned a location where there is no Lutheran chaplain, we can stay in contact with them. We send them quarterly uh, devotions, encouragement, uh, different things, congregations adopt them. But I know there's thousands, and I do mean thousands of our troops who are out there that we don't have their name, that we could provide them with the resources. So if congregations on uh, Ministry Armed Forces Sunday would do nothing else than gather the names and addresses of those who are serving in their congregation or even their community and send this to us, we can have an impact in their lives of connecting them with chaplains in the field because we have still connections with chaplains who are our, we used to call it the Holy Hilo, but who are rotating throughout the uh, battlefield, doing battlefield visitation. So if I know there's someone stationed over here, I have a Missouri Senate chaplain who may be going to Iraq for a for a mission or something and say, hey, can you go take a look at, find this young man or this young woman and provide them the Lord's Supper? Or they need to talk to a Missouri Senate chaplain. So there's a lot of connecting and networking mm-hmm. that can go on if we have their their contact. LCMSchaps at lcms.org. Yes, sir. That's it. Send that information to uh, to that email address of uh, those who, who you know are, are uh, from your congregation serving in the military. Um, the resources available, uh, you said a, you mentioned a bulletin insert. Is that right? Yes, sir. There's a bulletin insert. And then we also have sermon helps. And again, we're... I wrote them this time, so I hope they're not too uh, <laughs> boring or anything. But what we do, we do that for because there are we understand and we have heard from the congregational pastors that a lot of them have not served in the military. So it just kind of gives mm-hmm. some military context. Uh, and again, it doesn't have to be used. It's just something that someone can use maybe for a Bible study. But that's available as well as a, a litany for prayers for our military that that's pre-printed for them if they if they would like that. Um, and that's pretty much. All there is is we just want to bring it before the people, let them know that this is an active and viable ministry for our people. And I, I would be remiss if I didn't give you an opportunity to talk about the need for chaplains today, um, that, that, that there are always opportunities for chaplains, right? Oh, Are you absolutely. For more chaplains is what I... I guess that would be my second plea. Not only the names of uh, people <laughs> serving, but... Yes, we need pastors desperately uh, to serve because, again, the question is, if not us, then who? You know, the military will uh, is short chaplains in general, but they don't have a particular denomination mind. They'll take any of them. And so we need to fill that gap because it breaks my heart when a mom or a, even a service member will call and say, hey, my son's assigned into Germany. Uh, who, where's the nearest chaplain? And I say, I have nobody. Mm-hmm. I have no chaplains in all of Europe. And that kind of breaks my heart because they're there for two or three years. Mm-hmm. And so we, we 
do connect and work with Office of International Mission, so we do what we can to get them connected to somebody to help them. But those stories are all too many. We have Okinawa with probably 50,000 or more uh, troops, and I have no Missouri Senate chaplain on that island. So there is a desperate need for pastors to, to answer the call and take a look at this ministry to see if they'd be willing to, to minister to these young men and women. And the average age is probably 18 to 25-year-old that they will be dealing with on and off uh, you know, for their service in the military. So if you're up for a good challenge, as you mentioned earlier, catechesis in a combat zone. I mean, if you think catechesis is not challenging enough now, <laughs> think about catechesis in a combat zone. Uh, wow, that sounds like a good challenge. Yeah. <laughs> it's exciting. It, it, well, it gets real. It gets really real for them. You know, all I, that training yeah. they do, but then, uh, you know, that's what they train for. But mm. but life is right there in front of them, or death, I should say. Yeah. Ministry to the Armed Forces, uh, helping us prepare for Armed Forces Sunday coming up in May, or if your congregation wants to recognize those serving in, in the military at another time. Certainly, these are great resources, uh, lcms.org slash armed forces. Uh, you can find those resources to uh, to help your congregation prepare for that. And, of course, if you have uh, folks serving in the military, you can send those names, that contact information to lcmschaps at lcms.org. Our guest today, the Reverend Craig Mueller, Director of LCMS Ministry of the Armed Forces. Thanks so much for being with us on the Coffee Hour. Oh, my pleasure. Thank you for having me.